And when it was all said and done and I was done being poked and prodded and blood taken and all that kind of stuff, she sat me down, she looked me right in the face and she said, Natalie, guess what? There's nothing wrong with you. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit If you are working on getting healthier, losing weight, improving your fitness, whatever it is, but you have this feeling that you should be getting better results... You're just not sure what you might be doing wrong. Well, I want to tell you, you are not alone. And that is the very reason why I wrote my latest book, Five Ways You're Wrecking Your Weight Loss, so that you can take a look at five of the most common reasons I see that people aren't getting the results that they deserve for all their hard work. Just five really quick fixes that can get you headed toward the results that you want. Check it out. You can download it by going to beginwithin.fit, clicking on the ebook button, or clicking on the link in the show notes. Check out my book. Let me know what you think. My guest today is Natalie Gerardo. She is the founder of Rooted In and a sought-after thought leader, educator, and speaker who has been at the forefront of the wellness industry for most of the last decade. And she is considered an advocate for all things magnesium. She's on a mission to spread awareness of this powerful mineral to all who struggle to live their most vibrant lives. I think you are going to really enjoy this interview today. I know I did. I opened my mind up to the, really, like like we just said in that intro for Natalie, the power of this mineral and, of course, so many others that we've talked about here on the podcast and um, the consequences of being deficient and ways to improve So here are a few things to listen for in my interview with Natalie Gerardo. Let me grab my notes here. We are going to talk about the symptoms of magnesium deficiency. So listen closely there. More than likely, you're going to find something that has been driving you crazy or keeping you up at night that's going to be listed there. And then we're going to talk about the science. We're going to talk about why low magnesium affects us, how this got started in the first place, and how some of the key components of life in American society are harming 
our magnesium level. So pay close attention to that. Um, it, that part was super interesting to me as I interviewed her. So I know that you're going to enjoy that as well. And then finally, of course, solutions to the problem of magnesium deficiency. So listen carefully, take some notes, enjoy my interview with Natalie Gerardo. I was constantly anxious, dealing with awful, awful insomnia, and I was even having panic attacks. Mm. And it was doing everything that they tell you you should be doing. So eating the good, healthy foods, being plant-based, exercising every day, um, getting rid of all the toxic stuff in my house. So I was checking every single one of those boxes, and yet I still felt like garbage. Okay. And so I did what any normal person would do. And I went to the doctor and she was so gracious. She did a battery of tests and she sent me to countless different specialists so we can figure out what was going on. And when it was all said and done, and I was done being poked and prodded and blood taken and all that kind of stuff, she sat me down, she looked me right in the face and she said, Natalie, guess what? There's nothing wrong with you you're perfectly normal. She's like, you know something, this just happens as you get older. And I thought, oh, oh my goodness, if this is what aging feels like, I want no part of this, you know? So I thought, you know, I'm not okay with that answer. I was very grateful that my blood work came back fine, but I, I just knew that I wasn't normal. I knew that there was something bubbling under the surface that was really holding me back from living the life that I really wanted okay. to live. So um, at the time I owned a natural store and um, one of my customers, I was telling her about the journey that I was on and what I was dealing with. And she's like, you know, have you tried magnesium? Have you tried even just putting it on your skin? And I thought, you know something at this point, I would stand upside down on my head if you told me I'd finally get a good night's rest. And so I did and went, I went out and bought a, a bottle of magnesium chloride spray. I sprayed it on my skin and that night I slept. And within a week, I went from sleeping about two hours a night to sleeping six hours a night, which was huge for me, uninterrupted, glorious sleep. And then I also noticed that my anxiety started going down. I didn't have a panic attack that entire week. I thought, wait a second, there's something going on here. Like, what, what is happening? And that really kind of led me down this journey to figure out, like, why aren't we talking about magnesium? Why aren't tests available for this? Why aren't we getting enough magnesium? And why is it that everybody I meet has similar problems? So that's what kind of just kind of catapulted this whole magnesium journey for me. Wow. So for you, it was like, it sounds like at least months of discomfort and looking for answers. And like, once you tried that, it was just done. It, yeah, it was like a light bulb went off. Like yeah. my, my cells were finally like, you know, fueling themselves and kind of firing on all cylinders. It was really, really um, impactful for me. Yeah. But that also like made me look around at, at everybody I knew and notice what you're dealing with this symptom, this symptom, and this symptom. And those are all symptoms of low magnesium. And it kind of really um, brought me down that, that kind of rabbit hole, I guess, to say, to start researching why this is going on. So if we think about like the typical symptoms of somebody who's, who's deficient in magnesium, we're gonna see things like headaches and migraines. We're gonna see insomnia, restless legs. We'll see muscle cramping. We'll see hormonal imbalances and even anxiety and depression. Mm. 
So if you think of all the people you know in your life, I'm sure you could point out a handful of them that are probably dealing with those symptoms. And it's because magnesium deficiency is so common. It is unbelievably common. So much so that the National Institute of Health says that around 70% of Americans don't get adequate magnesium in their diet every single day. So that's huge. That's yeah. a giant number. Wow. What I'm curious, and, and maybe you have or haven't come across this yet. What, why, like, why are we deficient? What's, what's going on? Where, where did people used to get it and we're not getting it now? Ooh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> I love it. That's a great question. <laughs> so there's a couple reasons for that. The first is so many of us eat the standard American diet. And when we look at the foods that are high in magnesium, those are your green leafy vegetables. Those are your nuts and your seeds, your chia seeds, pumpkin seeds, almonds. All of those are chock full of magnesium. But all of those are also the foods that nobody wants to eat. You know, so it's so much easier to grab a slice of pizza than it is to saute a bunch of spinach, you know. Um, so it really, we really do need to make conscious choices to eat foods that are higher in magnesium, eat those healthy foods that you, we all know we should be eating. And, and, and it can be hard because every time you turn on the TV or the radio or get in the car and drive, you're bombarded with fast food options and quick, easy meals. And it's so much easier to eat that than it is to eat the stuff you got to prepare. So that's absolutely part of the problem. The other part of the problem is that our farming practices have changed so dramatically over the last 50 years. Like our soil is not filled with the minerals that it used to have in it because you know we're, we're looking for quick, fast food. And when we look at the way we eat, we're also eating food that's not in season. We're also eating food that's not from our region. You know, we're getting, you know, if you're living in New York, you wind up getting oranges from California. Right. And they were harvested, you know, sometimes weeks ago. So by the time they get wind up in your fruit bowl on your counter, they don't have the minerals and vitamins that they should when they're first picked. So that also plays an important role. And then the other thing that, that and if this is one thing that people really don't focus enough on is while it's really important to get enough magnesium into your system, we have to be cognizant of the things that we're doing to burn through the stories that we have. So what I mean by that is the more alcohol you drink, the more caffeine you consume, those are diuretics and they pull magnesium out of your system. Um, things like eating lots of sugar will drain your magnesium levels. So there's some studies that show that it takes for one molecule of sugar, you need 54 molecules of magnesium to balance that out. So the more sugar you eat, the more the higher your magnesium demands are. Um, we also see, and, and, and this is, can, you, often can say, I stop oh, you yeah. for just a sec, yeah. Natalie? Yeah. Um, if I would, so if I was listening to the podcast right now, which obviously this is live, I would hit the rewind button because <laughs> I'm like, okay, can you just say that again for me about yes. magnesium and sugar? Yeah, for every one molecule of sugar that you consume, it takes 54 molecules of magnesium to balance that out. So um, wow. it's, it's funny, if you ever think about the holidays, um, especially around that time when we're eating more sweets and more cakes and we're having all these celebrations where we're eating sugary foods, you'll also notice for many of us, 
we become more irritable. We get more memory fog. We start um, having a really hard time sleeping at night. Oftentimes we'll start getting leg cramps and eye twitches and that kind of thing. Um, and oftentimes you can trace that back to all the sugar you ate the night before. And could you imagine what it's doing to your magnesium levels? It's huge. It's very, very impactful. Um, magnesium wow. and stress also have a really, really um, intricate relationship. The more stressed you are, the higher your magnesium demands are. But the, higher, the less magnesium you have in your body, the more stressed your body feels. So we really have this cyclical relationship between magnesium and stress that really can spiral down quite quickly. So mm. those are things to, to be really um, cognizant of as well. So yeah, of course, eat your green leafy vegetables, eat your nuts and seeds, try and get more magnesium in your life, but also stop eating the sugar. Cut down on the alcohol and caffeine. Um, be aware of the stress in your life. And also be sure to replenish your magnesium after you exercise. So by no means am I saying do not exercise. <laughs> you know, definitely don't take this wrong. But the more you exercise, the more you sweat. The more you sweat, the more you lose your electrolytes. Magnesium is one of those electrolytes that just goes right out the body as soon as you start sweating. Okay. Wow. You're blowing my mind here. I'm starting to think about myself. I'm thinking, so, I mean, there was a little time in my life. I don't, it, it doesn't anymore, but there was a short time where I had restless leg like syndrome or whatever, you know, and it would always be if I had alcohol, like it, and I'm not even kidding. Like within 30 minutes, my legs are much like, Oh man, I can't, I can't get comfortable. Um, is it, is it like that quick of a process that more than likely magnesium was my issue? Absolutely. So um, when we look at when we drink alcohol, it quickly dehydrates your body. That's why people are like, oh, I broke the seal. got to run to the restroom. It's because mm -hmm. alcohol is a diuretic. It, it just pulls that fluid right out of your body. And along with that, you wind up dumping your magnesium. It's also why so often um, people wake up hungover hung the next day. Um, and it's because you're dehydrated and you've just dumped all your magnesium. So if we look at the symptoms of a hangover, we're talking headaches, leg cramps. We're talking, um, you know, nausea oftentimes and anxiety. If you've ever heard that term, it's that anxiety that comes when you have a hangover and all of that is the same symptoms of low magnesium. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So could we talk a little bit about the stress, that cycle that you mentioned? Um, I'm curious about that. So um, if magnesium was low, we feel more, I guess, is anxiety a better word or just, we just yeah. feel stressed. We feel brain fog, irritable. Yes. Um, how, Absolutely. so is it like, is it just like, if I chug some electrolytes, I, I could feel better? What, what, what do we do if we yeah. suspect that that's the case? So for me, um, magnesium deficiency shows up really quickly as anxiety. I know instantly if I'm starting to feel anxious that I know I need to reach for the magnesium and get, get more into my system. Um, there's the, the science behind, I'm a big science nerd. So yeah. the science behind why that happens is because magnesium activates the parasympathetic nervous system. So, so often we get stuck in what's called the sympathetic system. 
and that's your go, 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 get stuff done, task-oriented, move, move, move. We need that. We absolutely need that to get stuff done during the day. But we also need the opposite. You know, with every yin comes a yang, right? So we need the parasympathetic system to kick in, especially in the evenings and at nighttime when you're trying to unwind. Parasympathetic nervous system is your rest and relax system. So magnesium literally activates that, turns that on, which is why so many people often find that when they take magnesium, especially in the evenings, they're able to calm down, the mind racing kind of stops, they're able to relax and kind of get into that mood state of, hey, it's time to go to bed. The other reason why magnesium works so well is because it lowers your cortisol levels. So there was a study, I want to say it was back in 2015, where they gave participants magnesium and they tested their cortisol levels. And they found that once they gave them magnesium, cortisol decreased dramatically. Cortisol is our stress hormone. So when we're able to kind of relax that and get that down, we see that the stress goes down, the anxiety goes down, that the insomnia starts going away. It's because our body has what it needs to function the way it was intended to. Wow. As, as you're talking, I'm, I'm thinking when it comes to those parasympathetic sympathetic that we tend to at least i do i tend to feel like the the default for our bodies is parasympathetic like if nothing else is happening that's what's going to happen but as as i'm listening to you like i'm like no wait maybe the default is sympathetic we're we're kind of like going and we're brain is racing and we're you know that that we have to put more effort into the activation of the rest and digest side of life, at Absolutely. least in the world we live in, right? <laughs> yes, yes. We have so much stress in our lives. And I mean, you turn on the news for five minutes and that sympathetic system is going to go crazy. Your cortisol is going to go through the roof. Everything's going to happen. Um, there's, there's so much stress going on that we really need to make a conscious effort to give ourselves space mm -hmm. to, to let that parasympathetic nervous system kind of take over. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. I'm, I'm, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, could we talk a little bit about like magnesium itself? Like what, I know there's more than one like kind I've, I've seen at least my mother-in-law and she'll listen to this probably, but she's been like magnesium, magnesium, Nathan for a long time. Um, and I know there's different kinds. So I'm curious, like what, what what's out there what's maybe the most helpful i don't i don't know tell me about the different varieties or what's available for people in terms of like supplementation absolutely so this is where people get overwhelmed and they get tripped up and they're like well i tried magnesium it just didn't work for me a lot of times it's because you're using the wrong type of magnesium so let's talk let's kind of dive in so yeah. of course it's food food is always your best line of defense against anything food always comes first. So definitely keep that in mind. Get those green leafy veggies in every single day. Um, secondly is supplements. So typically when people go to the health food store, they go to the local pharmacy, they see an aisle full of magnesium and they all claim to do different things. And there's, you know, all sorts of different types. And then you get overwhelmed and you're like, whatever, I don't know what to do. So this is a quick and dirty kind of rundown of the different types that you'll see on the shelves of your health food store. The first one is magnesium three name. Threenate is particularly good for memory fog, for mental fatigue, for um, nerves, and um, anything mentally related, your threenate is going to be a wonderful option for you. The next is glycinate. 
Glycinate is spectacular for sleep. It's a great one to take in the evenings when you're trying to wind down and kind of get your mind prepared for rest. Um, malate, which is one of my personal favorites, is great for energy and fatigue. So a lot of times I'll reach for some magnesium malate in the middle of the afternoon, around one o'clock when I'm hitting that slump and I'm just like, oh, I'm tired. Instead of reaching for coffee, I'll reach for some magnesium malate. And then the last one is the most popular one you're going to see on store shelves, and that's magnesium citrate. Citrate, for a lot of people, they do very well with this for anxiety. However, if you have any kind of gut issues or IBS or anything like that, citrate can be really hard on your stomach. So keep that in mind if you're thinking about supplementing citrate. Um, and then the last two, the last two are the ones that I really want you to pay particular um, attention to because these two are ones that do not do a good job of raising your magnesium levels. And those are magnesium oxide and magnesium carbonate. Both of those um, studies are showing that they only raise your levels by about 4%. So they don't do a really good job of saying what they, uh, of actually raising those levels. And unfortunately, those are the ones that you're going to see at your local pharmacies and grocery stores, that type of thing. They tend to be a lot cheaper than the other types of magnesium out there, but they are not as effective. So oftentimes people will be like, well, I've been using oxide for months. Why don't I feel better? Well, you're taking the wrong kind. That part doesn't do really well for you. So that's your oral supplements. And then the last way to get magnesium is right through your skin. And a super simple, easy, and accessible way of doing that is by taking an Epsom salt bath. Epsom salt is magnesium sulfate. So literally just take two cups of that, throw it in the bathtub, soak for 20 minutes, and you're going to give yourself an incredible dose of magnesium. Um, I always tell people to soak in the tub at least two to three times a week, but realistically, most of us don't have time for that. So another option is to soak your feet in uh, warm water with Epsom salt. And that's easy to do while you're reading a book, watching TV, or even working on your computer. So that's a quick, quick way to increase your, your magnesium levels. And then the last way is magnesium chloride. And that's typically found in a spray or even a lotion. And you put that right on your skin and it does an unbelievable job of raising your magnesium levels. Wow, cool. That was, an, that was a great crash course there for us. <laughs> magnesium, all those different um, different types and, and even the ones that don't work that well. Cool, thank you. What I'm curious to know now from your perspective, um, knowing so much about magnesium and its benefits, if you had the opportunity to talk to somebody who was looking at, I guess they're in the place in their life where they know they need to do something to improve their health. What would you recommend as the, like the best first step for them to take? So the first thing I would tell them is that magnesium is a mineral, not a drug. So it's perfectly safe. It's in your food. So definitely, you know, don't be, people get a little tied up with, well, I don't know, is magnesium scary? That kind of thing. So it is just a mineral, not a drug. Um, and then if you're, if you're dealing with those symptoms, if you're dealing with the leg cramps and the restless legs and the headaches and, and all of those symptoms or any of those symptoms, really um, take a simple Epsom salt bath. And you'll know after that bath, if those leg cramps go away, if your headache starts to ease up, if you don't have restless legs that night, then you know that your issue was simply getting more of this mineral and that's all. So definitely a relatively easy problem yeah. to fix. Awesome. What is the best way for people to connect with you, follow your work and benefit from, from what you're doing? 
So I can be reached at um, across all social media, Facebook, Instagram. I'm really active on TikTok at Be Rooted In. Um, and I answer questions. So if you have questions, please reach out. I love, love, love talking to people. I'm totally accessible. Um, I also have a, um, I know I, I kind of went into all the different types of magnesium and that can be a little overwhelming if you're trying to take notes. I have all the different types and all the different ways to use magnesium all written out in an easy to follow guide. And that can be found at berootedin.com backslash magnesium. Okay, awesome. We will link, we'll put that in to the show notes for sure. Awesome. Natalie Gerardo, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Magnesium. Who knew, right? Who knew how powerful <laughs> that mineral really is and how much it can affect how we're feeling, our mood, how we're sleeping, whether our legs are restless or not, and on and on. Wow, I really appreciated covering those those facts about magnesium and, of course, giving some attention to it. Now, the thing that I want you to pay close attention to, oh, before I move on, I want to mention, of course, I have Natalie's site linked in the show notes, berootedin.com, berootedin.com slash magnesium, where you can get that resource that she mentioned in the interview. So that's there waiting for you in the show notes. Check it out so that you can benefit from her work and then of course connect with her. The thing that stuck with me is how important it is for us and we've talked about this many times. You know we have. <laughs> we all know that we should focus on vegetables, right? Uh, the powerful effect. Of course, we were talking about the powerful effect of magnesium, but we can't forget that the prime way that that gets delivered to you and me is through food, right? The the minerals are in the soil and produce has this miraculous way, right, of pulling those minerals out of the soil and putting them into packages that you and I can consume because we can't go around out there eating handfuls of dirt, right? That's not going to help us to stay healthy. But fruits and veggies absolutely do. So I want to encourage you to pay close attention to where you're at in your life. Of course, magnesium as a supplement might be a solution to some of those problems. But of course, if we're low on any vitamin or mineral because we haven't been eating enough healthy food, well then, you know that more than likely your body is low on more, more than just that one mineral. So why not give some attention to that? Why not put some focus on ways to move toward healthier in your life by adding in some extra produce, some fruit, or some veggies? Um, in our program, our nutrition coaching program, we recommend that our all of our clients have at least five every single day. And we ask them to focus on, as part of the program, five different fruits and veggies during the day. So it's not just like, okay, I had spinach, I'm going to have it five times. It's about getting more vitamins and minerals into your life 
by having more different varieties of produce. So if you'd like some support on that, and you know, I hear this a lot, and I'm sure that Natalie does too with those that she works with. I hear this a lot is I know what to do. I just haven't been doing it. If that's been you, you're okay. (laughs) That's totally normal. But don't let that problem persist. Get some support. Get some help. Get some accountability. That is what we are here for. There is a link in the show notes to connect with me as well. Every single week, it's there. You can connect with me on Instagram. You can download my book where you're going to learn lots of different tactics to improve your health. And if one of your goals is to lose weight, that will happen as well. But check that out. Please connect with me. Let us know how we can support you. I want to thank you so much for being here with me today for your time and for your attention. And as always, I also want to ask you please to help this message get out that real health begins within. So please share this episode with someone that you know will benefit from it and rate and review the podcast in your podcast player. That is it for me today. Thank you once again. I'll talk to you next time here on the Begin Within podcast.